Welcome to another edition of Player Interviews, presented by Inside the Hashes. My name is Juan Pablo Guarín Camargo, and today I had the pleasure of talking to Deontay Holton Jr., a graduate defensive end out of NC State. Deontay and I touched on a lot of different aspects of his life, talking about his life and work on the gridiron to his international experiences as a master's student in business. With that being said, let's just jump right into it. Talking to Deontay Holden, a graduate student at NC State. Deontay, tell me a little bit about yourself as, as a football player for NC State. Well, I'm a defensive end. Mm-hmm. At, um, well, at was well, at NC State. <laughs> um, six four, two hundred fifty pounds. I um, play defensive end, being that being very versatile, been able to you know rush the passer. I'm a little bit of a run stopper, been able to drop back. I've been in the situation when I had to play in a three technique, four technique, five technique, six technique, nine technique, so so forth. Throughout my years, I've really grown as a leader. I've been able to be a, a, a good part of the team, be able to lead the guys in a positive way. Now, I've always been to a bowl game um, with each thing that I've been on. Unfortunately, not this year, not so much. But um, it was a great thing to be a part of a bowl game since my freshman year. Yeah, and I, I came in with the Pac-14 class, um, which was Coach Dorian's first recruiting class. Um, so it's, it's, it's been a blessing to be able to have the same head coach for six years. You know, that's, that's pretty unlikely, but, you know, I was very fortunate to be able to say I, I could do that. That is very fortunate. A lot of, uh, a lot of college football players usually don't ever get that opportunity. There's always a lot of turnover when it comes to college football coaches. So, uh, tell me a little bit about, like, working that kind of a system, like working consistently with the same coach. Not, you, and you weren't just with SEC for, like, three or four years, like a typical college athlete is, you were there for six years. So what was that like having that level of consistency uh, while you were there? We always were taught to um, always be the best us, you know what I'm saying? Um, we was always taught that. We was always taught to, you know, play hard, suffer together. Um, and that's what we try to do, you know, day in and day out, um, whether it be in the classroom, working out, um, and, and especially on the football field. Um, so that was the main, main, main goal, you know, one pack, one goal. Um, we all had one goal, and that was to win and try to get to a national championship or a bowl game, um, ACC championship, with, you know what I'm saying, and so forth. Uh, so it's, 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 it's been always been the same as far as, like, the work ethic and the, and the culture that we have as far as just being hard, tough, and together. Um, as far as Coach Dorian, he's been, always been a great guy, very supportive. Um, and he always has, you know, chase two dreams. You know, you can't you can't play on the football field if you don't have good grades. You know, so that's the first dream is, you know, making sure you're okay with school, um, aspiring to be whatever you want to be in life. And then the second dream is, you know, it will manifest into football because if your life is in order, then everything else that you're doing in football will be in order. Lots to touch on over here. The first thing we're going to dive into is your, your, your football career with NC State. Uh, your graduate student there, sixth year, uh, and you've, you've produced, you've produced, uh, pretty effectively for NC State during your time there, but there were, there was a time where you had to deal with a rash of injuries from 2014 to 2017. What, what was that like for you when it came to having to deal with, like, these nagging injuries that just came up at the wrong time? Well, so a little, a lot of people don't know, so I actually didn't really have any crazy injuries that, like, really set me back from playing football. I had one major injury that affected my football career, and it was my foot. So I had a Liz Frank fracture, and um, a Liz Frank fracture is some people consider it like to be as bad as like an ACL when you tear. Because you you 
you are you're out from playing football for about a year. Um, but other than that, it was nothing that really restricted me from, you know, playing football for that long. So uh, I really had to persevere through it and make sure that, you know, regardless of the circumstances, you know, just stay positive and everything is going to be okay and I'm going to just keep working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were able to – and coming back from the list, Frank, uh, in 2018, you had, you know, one of your better years. You started two games, one against FSU, the other one against Louisville. And you finished the game, and you finished the year leading leading the team in tackles for loss, despite only starting those two those two games. And that same year, you won uh, the comeback injury award, the Iron Wolf Award, I think it's called. Um, yes, so for you, like, is that like is that like kind of like a sense of endurance that you carry with you that you can come back from anything? And is that something that you feel NFL teams would value once you start the draft process? Yes. Um, yes, I, I truly believe that. I truly believe that I'm a fighter. Um, I truly believe that I'm very headstrong as, as to believing that I can get anything done as long as I put my mind to it. Um, I'm truly uh, a believer in, you know, as long as you keep pushing forward and as long as you have a goal and you remember your why, you can get through anything. So I think that a lot of NFL teams will be able to, you know, see that and say, you know, obviously he, he perseveres through a lot, um, you know, I stayed at NC State no matter how hard it was. Um, and I remained loyal to NC State because I knew that, you know, regardless of what happens, you know, what's for me won't be taken away from me as long as I work hard. And that's that's what I live for, and that's what I st- stood by, and I made sure that I got it done no matter what. Keep it on track with staying with NC State. You know, it, it very it's not it's not that common for um, for a player not only to become a grad a graduate transfer, but to be able to become a graduate student in the same school that he played for. How was that process like for you? Was it difficult? Was there anything especially that you had to deal with that you want other people to know about? Um, the process was, <laughs> it was a little rough. It wasn't rough in a bad way, but it was a little rough trying to make sure, uh, you know, everything could be executed properly, considering that the graduate program that I enrolled into, you know, we had to study abroad, um, go to all these, these different states and visit all these different companies. And a lot of the times it was during football, during my football schedule. Mm-hmm. So you know, it kind of conflict. It was a it was a conflict with my schedule, but we found a way to you know negotiate and make it you know make it good for me. And um, I was I was so fortunate to just be able to do it, and I'm glad that I was able to get it done. Um, and and I couldn't have done it without you know my academic advisor, coaches, and um, the staff for my graduate program. I know that part of your graduate program, you had a chance to go to Paris, um, but you also, yes, you, you also mentioned that you went to like other states and other places. Where else did you go? Um, Dubai, Barcelona, um, Rome. I went to Champagne, Morocco, Nice, and London. Wow. That is one heck of a world tour, man. Yeah, yeah. And that, and out of all those places that you got to go to, what did what did you take away from it? Not as a not as an athlete, but as as, as a man, as as a global citizen, and, and and taking the chance to take in other cultures outside of the United States. Um, remain humble and be adaptable to every environment that you encounter. You know, um, and and just enjoy the moment that you're in. You know, because a lot of people they you know we don't really enjoy the moment. We kind of just let time fly by and don't really just sit back and think of, you know, the blessings that we have and how good we have it. But um, I really took the time to just remain humble um, in my 
situations in different environments and be adaptable to the people that were around me because I obviously I was very different um, than the people that were in overseas. So I had to adapt to their culture and realize, okay, this is their culture, and how can I fit in with their culture versus how can they fit into mine? And being a, an athlete and a business major going over there, where did you have to find the balance with regards to connecting with people? Obviously, like, soccer is such a huge uh, sport in a lot of the places that you just mentioned. As a football player, how were you able to use that experience of yours to connect with the people over there? Well, it was actually great that, you know, soccer was a big thing over there because it really helped with my footwork. So um, I, I met a couple of friends that interested in soccer. We would actually go to the football field. Well, what I consider a football field, we would go there, and we would just, you know, play around, do some foot workouts uh, with the with the soccer ball and things like that. And um, they they were very welcoming. They they showed me around. And luckily, you know, they spoke English, and they were trying to teach me a little bit of French. Hmm. Um, so it really worked out on the business side of things as well um, because I was able to pick up on certain words that people were saying in, um, in the business environment when they were speaking French and things like that. Oh, so you can parler du français? Moving back a little face side, you, know, you, you mentioned you touched upon NC State bowl game visits, you know, five bowl games during the six years that you've been there. When you had the chance to play in one, how did it feel to you? Oh, it was great. I, I mean, honestly, I was a little nervous the first time. I think my first bowl game that I – I think it was when we played Arizona State. Um, it was great, though. <laughs> uh, I was a little nervous. I was a little nervous, but uh, it was it was a great experience. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> and, you know, like during your time there, you've had a lot of different types of pass rushers come by. This year you had Laryl, Aleem, Lewis, and Brock under your wing. How, as a leader – and as, like, you know, a veteran of, of the college football uh, landscape, were you able to take these guys to becoming much better than they were when they started? Well, we all pushed each other, you know. It wasn't a – I don't think it was a thing where, like, okay, I was a big leader and, you know, I was telling them what to do. We we were all pushing each other within ourselves, and we were all leaders in our own way. And um, with that being said, we were able to push each other. We were able to, you know, get through adversity together. and We was able to coach. We bring a closer bond with each other, to each other. So when we ever gave each other criticism, you know, we really took took that into account and we really listened to, you know, what we were saying. Uh, and we all love being around each other, you know, to the point where it's like, hey, you want to go to the football facility and go stretch? You want to go to the football facility and get in the cold tub, pool, so forth and so forth? Because these are the same guys that you're going to be on the field with, you know, left and right, you know, front and back. You know, these are the guys that you're going to be next to. Um, so, you know, it was just the little things. And uh, it wasn't really, a, you know, who was, the, who was the big leader. It was, you know, we all together in this. We all going to work hard. We all going to remember. We all going to persevere and just make the best of our, any situation. The NC State has sort of become a little bit of a de facto defense, defensive lineman than you. I mean, just, just two years ago, Bradley Chubb, B.J. Hale, Justin Jones, like, May, like 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 have already started making their impact within within the NFL as defensive linemen. How do you feel like you will be able to stack up to that reputation once you get into the league? Um, just going off what I know with with them guys, with those guys. Like I said, we all came in together, me, Chubb, Justin, and BJ Hill, and Katavia Streets. We all came in together, and uh, we all did the same things as far as you know, working hard and making sure our you know our technique was right, uh, making sure we stay flexible, making sure we stay strong. 
um, just keeping that same mindset and using those same techniques that we had since we first enrolled into NC State. And um, and just keep going harder and just knowing how to compete would just keep me going and just make sure that I get up to the level that those guys are on. Have you kept in contact with any of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. And I, talked I, was, to, uh, I talked to Trub uh, probably last week. I don't get the ACL there. Um, and, you know, BJ held in well with the Giants. What have they told you with regards to their NFL experience that you think you can apply to you? Um, to, you know, just work hard. It is a business. Have fun. And um, just have a positive energy. And, like, yes, yeah, have positive energy, work hard, um, understand the business, and make sure you know the mental part of the game. The mental part of the game, that, that is the biggest thing about when you get to the professional league, the mental part. The physical part is also a, a, a factor, mm-hmm. but as long as you can make sure that the mental part is down, you'll be fine. All right. Let's say I'm an NFL scout, right? I'm an NFL scout just evaluating you during the process. And mm-hmm. I just I ask you simply, you know, defensive end out of NC State, what do you think? What do you feel you can give to my team? Should we choose you in the draft process or pick you up afterwards? Like, what is your biggest asset that you can give us? My biggest asset is pass rushing. Being able to pass rush, being able to get to that quarterback. Um, you know, quarter sacks. You know, wins championships, wins games, so forth and so forth. Um, I'm really relentless with getting to the quarterback, using my hands, being violent, and having a high motor. You know, just never stopping, never stopping. Never had to question my work ethic because I'm going to just keep going forward um, no matter what happens. Um, if anything, if I had to run into any trials and tribulations, I'm definitely going to conquer with whatever obstacle that I have to. And being a positive leader, being a positive um, role model, you know, obviously you have to follow before you can lead, especially when you get into – the professional league, I have to be a follow, a great follower in order to be a great leader. That is exactly what I'm going to do while keeping a positive mindset, making sure I am not the outcast of the team and making sure that um, I really adapt to the culture uh, of that team, that I, whoever I may go to. Um, having been a business major uh, and you're going into a profession that deals with large checks and a lot of people not knowing how to spend it. So how do you feel like that that has prepared you for once you sign your first contract and get that first NFL check coming in the mail? Like, what kind of advantage does that business major give you with regards to that approach? Um, I, it, it just keeps me prepared, but especially with financial planning um, and realizing how much money I have and, the, and what I can use with my money. Um, I've done a great job with that while I was in school. Um, a lot of the scholarship checks we would get, I would just save it. And I would invest it, whether it be into stocks or my business, um, to help it grow and so forth and so forth. Um, so I've already experienced, I, I haven't experienced, you know, having lots of money, but I've experienced, you know, what I can do with a little bit of money and how I can make it grow. So, um, very mature with, with situations like that. I mean, I think that, you know, me going to school, um, and getting my degrees, um, and business and so forth really helped me and paved the way for me to to make the right decisions going forward. And with regards to that, like making decisions and like going into into this environment, like would you be would you want to like teach other players about what you've learned during your past six years at NC State with regards to handling money because it can be difficult to keep track of that kind of stuff. Oh yes, um, I'm actually well yes, I have a couple of business ideas in the future that I can't really speak on right now, but 
Um, yeah, that is my main goal. My my goal is to, you know, create a purpose, create an idea, create a vision, create an opportunity for um young student athletes. And in order for people to really learn from you, you have to have some type of experience. And I, I think that with my experience that I have, a lot of people will take an account of what I'm saying and they will really utilize what I'm saying to the best of their ability. Uh, so later on down the road, I definitely plan on using my experiences to help younger student athletes, whether it be um, professionally, academically, or athletically. I'd like to thank Deontay for taking the time to talk with me today and wish him nothing but the best in both his draft process and his pursuits in business. Remember, you can find this interview on our SoundCloud account labeled Inside the Hashes. You can also find us on Instagram at Inside the Hashes. On Twitter, we are at Inside Hashes. And on Facebook, we are Inside the Hashes. For Inside the Hashes and for player interviews, my name is Juan Pablo Guadagnin Camargo. We'll see you next time.